Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Sally Toxvig again. This is We Will Get Past This, where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic, in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Hello there, come on in. There is a marvellous piece in Robert Chambers' Book of Days for April the 25th entitled Things by Their Right Names. This is the sort of article which makes me entirely content. It enriches my life by telling me that a, a group of wild swine is called a sounder, while tame ones who gather are a doift. It's a root of wolves, a tribe of goats, a skulk of foxes, a clowder of cats, a kindle of kittens, a shrewdness of apes, and a labour of moles. My dog Mildred is, as ever, sleeping, but were she a buck she'd be lodged, a hare she'd be formed, while turn her into a sleeping bunny, and she'd be set. Well, it's not just animals. You could have a state of princes, an observance of hermits, a subtlety of sergeants, a draught of butlers, a poverty of pipers, a drunken ship of cobblers, and, less pleasingly, a non-patience of wives. The English language contains more than a million words, too many to count, and words come and go. Some have their moment in the spotlight and then shuffle off to the great lexicon of forgotten expressions. I have a book entitled The Disappearing Dictionary. It's a treasury of lost English dialect words, and I opened it this morning and uh, rather randomly discovered an old Cornish word, gazuli. Uh, it's defined as constantly uttering laments. And it seems suitable. What a gazooling time we're having. I've taken to listening to Donald Trump's daily briefings um, because I cannot quite believe his use of the English language. There's a marvellous quote in which he said, I'm highly educated, I know words, I have the best words, I have the best, but there is no better word than stupid. Really? I mean, what an odd word to select as the finest of all time. I honestly prefer gazuli. For a year of my life, I wrote the daily news for a press agency. I don't mean I made it up, I, I gathered information and turned it into something comprehensible. I swiftly learned that no matter what is going on in the world, politicians worldwide tend to repeat the same phrases over and over and over as if they might, you know, eventually mean something. Do you remember when we were constantly berated with the notion of family values? I don't know what it meant. I always had an image of Britain divided into units of relatives, all bearing the same two-for-one 
price sticker. Credit Crunch, the Economist's breakfast cereal, stayed with us for ages. Then we had Robust, which sounds like a chest condition developed by Oarsman. For a while in politics, no one dared give a response that was not robust. It was enough to make you long for the flaccid answer of yesteryear. Politicians can be hauled across the coals for a single word. I remember Barack Obama, a man who so often spoke like a hallmark greeting card, but whose calm presence we now long for, once got himself into trouble for declaring that people in small Midwestern towns in the US cling to guns and religion because they don't have anything else. The mass media went mad at his use of the word cling, which I understand. I grew up in the US. I know that the word cling should only be used in conjunction with the word film. Many a politician escapes censure by using words they feel confident the public won't understand. There was a senator from Wisconsin called Alexander Wiley who served in the Senate from 1939 to 1963. He once described someone as young, vigorous and full of I have no idea who he was talking about, but I would guess nobody cared once he had uttered the word Spitzerinktum. Senator Wiley came from the small town of Chippewa Falls in Wisconsin and said Spitzerinktum was a word coined by a banker in the town to describe someone full of pep and vitality. I've been to Chippewa Falls and the need for such a word is not immediately obvious. It's the sort of place where this time of year you're usually torn between attending the Wilderness Medicine and First Aid in the Wild course or a workshop on cold climate grape management. Of course, the fact that the local theatre is named after Fanny Hill suggests there must be more to the place than first meets the eye. Today is a great day for Wisconsinians in general, uh, for it was today in 1836 that the US Congress passed the act which created the Wisconsin Territory. Who knew this fine state would go on to produce the first Barbie doll, claim the town of Somerset as the inner tubing capital of the world, and be home to the Hamburger Hall of Fame? These are the sort of things which everyone ought to focus on in these times of trouble. At the moment, perhaps, we would be most concerned with Green Bay, Wisconsin, which describes itself as the toilet paper capital of the world. If you care about words, as I do, you will uh, want things to be described accurately, to be named properly. Is, in fact, this North American city truly the greatest place in the world to get loo roll? I think this rather overlooks the millions of rolls which come from China, even Manchester, and so on. It's hyperbole. But then, things not being named entirely correctly is commonplace in history. It was today, in 1953, that two scientists, Francis Crick and James Watson, published a very famous paper entitled Molecular Structure of Nucleic Acids, a Structure for Deoxyribose Nucleic Acid. Yeah, he's describing the double helix structure of DNA. Rather famously, they failed to name the work of the scientist Rosalind Franklin, without whom they could not have come to their conclusions. When the men received the Nobel Prize for the discovery, the citation, too, did not name Miss Franklin. It is not, sadly, a novel moment in history. Chen Shung Wu, a Chinese-American experimental physicist who made significant contributions in the field of nuclear physics, most of which I do not understand, was similarly not named when her male colleagues won the 1957 Nobel Prize in Physics for her efforts. The men had theorised the work, but it was Wu who proved it. She said of the slight, Although I did not do research just for the prize, it still hurts me a lot that my work was overlooked. There are endless examples. The American geneticist Nettie Maria Stevens is credited with the discovery of sex chromosomes, which even the non-scientific amongst us know as the X and Y chromosomes. It was her pioneering work. It was her husband. 
who was given the Nobel Prize. I could tell you more, but let's find a happier story. In the 19th century, there was a woman called Margaret Knight who worked in a paper bag factory. She realised that packing a bag would be easier if the bottoms were flat. So she invented a machine that formed and folded square-bottomed paper bags which could be mass-produced. A man called Charles Allen thought this was marvellous. He stole the idea and took out a patent on it. Margaret took him to court where his defence was that no woman could have invented such an innovative machine. It may surprise you, but she won. And she got her patent in 1871. It had her name on it. Words matter. The wonderful novelist E.M. Forster called them the wine of life, and the incorrect naming of things has been a problem for women in history. I think it's time to record things properly, although how history will remember those leading the way at the moment is hard to say. If you look at the list of past leaders, then some of the names have suggested humanity hasn't always been lucky in who's been in charge. There was, for example, Hakim the Mad, ruler of Egypt, Selim the Grim, Sultan of Turkey, Ethelred the Unready, Otto the Idle, Stephen the Fop, Charles the Simple, Charles the Bad, Charles the Bald and Charles the Mad, Louis the Sluggard, Louis the Fat and Louis the Quarreller, Ferdinand the Inconstant, Henry the Impotent, Ivan the Terrible and Pedro the Cruel. I don't know what will be correct epithets when the history of today is written. Donald the Douchebag? Boris the... I've got too many. Have a think. It matters. We need to get the name right. Take care. Be kind. We will get past this, you know. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.